What up? Welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 326. In this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, Merch Shop, Gizlane, Maxwell, uh, Tiger King, Sound Systems, Dogs, Privileges, Enos Cantor, NBA, Gardner Minshew, OU Coach, How To with John Wilson, Grand Theft Auto, NBA 2K22, Ramen Noodles, Jacking Off, a bunch of shit. Thanks for checking us out. podcast with mo what up we're joined by snappy snappy dabby do i'm high how about you um i'm you know, a little bit a little bit uh first thing we'll get to is something that can make you feel high without any drugs is becoming a patron patreon.com slash a podcast mo give a dollar more a month get early access Give more than that and become a co-producer. Uh, currently, co-producers are my mother, Marshall Darmanish to Bear. It's your boy H2.com and Graveyard Entertainment. Um, when all y'all's Christmas money comes in, kids, y'all don't hesitate to go sign up. Uh, we also have a merch shop, shop.spreadshirt.com slash podcast mo. Go get you some shirts, you fucks. Hell yeah. Um, all right, it's the most important shit. Of the episode, um, what's been going on in your life, man? Shit, all work and no play, man. Yeah, it's not fun. Not fun at all. Uh, a lot's kind of going on in the world, but no, also nothing, you know. It's one of those sort of things. Uh, the Jizz Lane. I'm going to call her Jizz Lane because it has the word Jizz in it, and I think I'm going to choose to pronounce her name. The Jizz Lane Maxwell trial stuff. It's pretty interesting. The time of our recording this, you know, who knows what will happen. Or no one. Here's the big takeaway. No one gives a fuck. Like, it's the largest, to our knowledge, like, pedophile ring. Like, the elite went through Epstein to get young girls. Or, I think most likely, the CIA or someone used Epstein in his island for them to get politicians and celebrities to go to the island. They get the dirt on them, and then they have them under their wing forever. I think that's what, I think that makes the most sense of how it's all been handled since. Of, like, no, no, they knew. Apparently, there was a bathtub full of hard drives. That whenever like the whoever confiscated it, it already had evidence tags on it. Like it already went through the system once and returned. And so, so they didn't even look at her. Didn't they know what's going on? I mean, yeah. gee, I mean, I don't know if this one uh, meme is true, but I've seen it several times over the past few, couple weeks. Is like there's like a list of like 15 CEOs stepped down since it, since she's taken the stand. Interesting. Interesting. I, I haven't seen the list of the CEOs or anything, but I have. I mean, things I know is that uh, the pilot list that was going to list all of the celebrities and politicians and famous, you know, businessmen. All that, the list was redacted when it was presented in court. Apparently, like all the names were marked out, so you couldn't see them, which is kind of odd. Uh, the trial wasn't allowed to go to be filmed, and uh, the Twitter account that covered it all and was telling you what was going on got suspended the morning that the pilot list was coming out and then that's when it got redacted like i don't know there's just a lot of shit where it's there's, like they're so protecting sti- something you don't protect pedophiles stop it i agree so that's why i think it makes sense if the cia fbi you know the intelligence agencies they were using this person well it needs to, to end dirt. now they need to quit shutting us down i agree but what and here's another thing what it's turned into though is that like a bunch of poor people in the United... I mean, not all poor people, but in general, right? Like me, you type people that care about it. We don't have any... We don't have the funds to do anything. Like, what are we going to do? Just bitch about it I on mean, a podcast? I mean, I could call a senator, and I mean, he could speak up, but it's one person. Well, he's know. probably been fucking the kids, too. I mean, that's probably yeah, I know. part of the deal. Uh, apparently, there's like famous athletes that were on this list. People are talking about... Now, I don't know. It all sounds horrible. You know, apparently... If there, there's going to be some celebrity you like that's on this list, right? Like that's. Now, I think that there's uh, probably going to be some that went there not knowing exactly what it was. Yeah. And probably didn't participate and went back. But like a Bill Gates that was like 16 times right. or something. Yeah. I, I mean, come on, man. And <laughs> I am for real. Right. So, and then kind of what happens, because, and that, this is some of mine, because today Brad, uh, Brad Strex, people don't know, he was posting all these fucking conspiracy videos and shit he was like going down some rabbit holes and it all kind of comes it always comes back to like george soros and like all this stuff and i always feel weird about that because if you don't know george soros is like this jewish guy i think he's jewish he might not be um that funds all these like liberal movements and like tries to get things passed in all these different countries and he has he's got like a lot of 
legislation passed. Third or fourth richest in the world, ain't he? Yeah, he's like way up there. And, uh, you know, so people look at him as like, he's trying to bring the liberal state to bring down what, I don't know what his fucking goal is, but, you know, it's always something. But a lot of times it comes back to like, because he's a powerful Jew. And it's like, if you know the origins, like this whole like the secret Jew meetings was like written about in a book like a thousand years ago as like, not quite a thousand years ago, like hundreds of years ago. Um, and that's what inspired uh, Henry Ford, who then went on to inspire Adolf Hitler. And, you know, all this whole fucking movement of the eugenic shit is because it, and it was apparently was satire. That's what people say. And like people just read it and they didn't realize it was supposed to be a joke and they took it seriously. But it was like in the secret Jews. Ha ha ha. But then like people read this book and were like, the goddamn Jews have a secret cult. And like <laughs> then that from then up till now is like that we still say the same shit about Jews or maybe not Jews, but maybe a rich Jew like George Soros, you know. And so sometimes you feel weird kind of get into the conspiracies. But whenever there's something, and I'm not saying it has anything to do with Jewish people. I'm just saying I think uh, definitely people are fucking kids. And then rather because they enjoy it or they're using that to extort people into doing certain things like and then the example the conspiracy theorists at the moment would use is like you know they have tom hanks on the list and who was the first celebrity to get covid and then come out and be like y'all all need to take this seriously it was tom hanks and then like you know like so people that's what they would play into is like yeah they have something on him so then he has to step up and be an actor quote unquote for the government and do what they say or if not they'll leak some shit all very interesting so anyway, Ghislaine Maxwell shit. No one seems to care except, of course, us crazy people that do care. And then even then, it's like, well, what are you going to do? I mean, they're going to I mean, they're not even releasing all the information. There ain't nothing you're going to be able to do about it. So uh, just pay attention and remember so that in 10 years from now, when you're like, you remember that crazy? Remember when Epstein didn't kill himself? You know, yeah, it'll, no be shit. Like, it'll be like Tiger King. It'll be like, yeah, that was around the time of Tiger King. Right. And you're like, oh, great. You know, which I just watched season two of that. And um, I hadn't got through it yet. I, I forgot I was watching it. Yeah, it's it's not as good as season one, of course. It was, you know, but uh, they they have one crazy guy that's like crazier than anyone probably on season one, and they kind of just show his angle. Um, I mean, they show him on season one as well. He's the guy that tries to like get in to with uh, goddamn it, whoever ended up owning the thing, you know, at the end of season one. I always forget these people's names. Yeah, and uh, something. Yeah, I don't know. It seems pretty interesting. It does seem like, I mean, what I was saying after season one was it seemed like Joe shouldn't have went to jail for hiring someone to murder someone because he didn't. I mean, I don't know. He just didn't hire that dude to do it. You know, he made that joke a lot or whatever. And then I got met with people online being like, yeah, but he killed those animals. I'm like, okay, and maybe I'm not saying he didn't. I just don't think he should have went to jail for hiring someone to kill Carl I mean, Baskins. He, and he replaced them. He made more. Right. Well, it's kind of like, why is a tiger's life more valuable than uh, people that do puppy farmers or people that uh, raise cows and we just fucking eat them. We're like, I don't know. I get there's going to be some arguments there because we eat them and do whatever, but it's just weird how people like I mean, make some animals so valuable. Listen to this. If, if a dog bites you, what is, the, what is the law? If a dog bites someone? I think it's a kid. You have to kill it. Yeah. Okay, right. They kill it. So basically, so if this tiger turn around and bite the dude, his handler, okay, I mean... It's dangerous, right? I mean, I mean, is that not the same thing? Well, it's because tigers are endangered, and but he was breeding more. I, I mean, I feel you. I mean, to me, like the reason because Koopy, uh, my wife, was a vegetarian when we met, and she would always try to be it because like the factory farms or whatever. And I'd be like, yeah, but they wouldn't; those animals wouldn't even exist if it wasn't for the factory farms. You know, there's not like wild cows. Like, I mean, there isn't like in India or something where they're sacred, but like. You wouldn't like if we didn't have factory farms, it's not like all the cows would get to just go live free. They just wouldn't exist. Right. They just would have never been made. <laughs> and so I don't know. I just find it, it. It's an odd argument and maybe not anywhere near where we need to go. But anyway, uh, <laughs> you're right. I ain't trying to get canceled. Yeah. The fucking vegetarians. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, something fun that happened in my life is I finally got a new sound bar on Cyber Monday. I ordered one because it was on sale. It was like the same. Um, model as my tv like it was matched it or whatever and it fit perfectly underneath it and between the little stands and i just needed to make sure i had an optical cord because i didn't want no fucking any other way of connecting i was like i need that pure optical cord sound uh and then it had a wireless subwoofer so the subwoofer sits over by my front door and when i turn the bass up i guess i should have showed you that when you came it's fucking crazy the dog hates it because it sounds fucking it's very good 
Hell like, yeah. Uh, definitely worth it. So now I can watch some movies because I've put off movies for six months because I didn't have a proper sound system on the TV and I couldn't listen to those weak ass TV speakers. But now uh, you're going to be like the, the old man when you're driving in a car, you're going to be leaned off in the middle. It's not because you're styling it so you can hear both sides of the speaker. Yeah, probably. You know, you want to get that pure thing. Actually, I haven't cared at all about a car sound system in a long time. I did when I was in high school, of course, like your brother and Jason. I think Jason, man, I had a memory of your brother being there. Maybe not, uh, you know, helped me hook up my sound system. And it was very quiet. All the subwoofers and shit. And uh, I liked it a lot. But then I got to college and I was like, I should have more important shit to worry about. I got <laughs> and to I college. Never got back and, to it. Man, I was broke one time and I had to sell that shit for an insurance payment. Yeah. Mine went like this. I, I was making truck payments because when I got to college, I had a truck. And then, uh, oh, we might have to go shut that door in a minute. Um, so I was making payments on that. And my mom just goes, hey, I'm getting a new car. You can have mine. You know, it's paid off and we can sell your truck. And I said, yeah, that sounds like a, a great idea. So let's just do that. Um, so anyway. Hell yeah. Fucking dog running in and out of the goddamn house. Or room. Um, so anyway, new sound system. Uh, highly recommend it. I did have noticed a lot of songs aren't mixed well for it. Like I get on Spotify and like some songs do not sound good. I'm like, oh, you can tell I wasn't actually mixed that good. Like by mainstream people, but other songs sound great. So hell yeah. Just another thing for me to. Yeah, I was in the speakers in high school too. But like I said, in college, for whatever reason, that's I wasn't working a whole lot. I think I was doing just college shit. Right. Fucking off. And uh, ran low, and I needed some insurance money. <laughs> yeah, yeah do what th- you gotta do. I think I lost a bag of pills that weekend. Right. Well, my first, actually, was on the list. My very first sound system I had, uh, not in a car, but like in a room, you know, was I. I had to be before I had a car, but I had a PS2 because I remember I got a sound system that was the same colors as the. P- it was sold as a PlayStation Two sound system by some like random thing, and I got it at GameStop. And I had to run the cables all around the room, you know, to the corners and you mount them up in the corners. And then it had a big subwoofer. And the thing that sucked the most about it is it had no remote control. It had a it had one, but it was attached by a cord to the subwoofer. And then that had like all the buttons that controlled everything. So you had like walk all the way up. It was very odd (laughs) the way it was set up. But immediately I was like, holy shit. Like, I mean, I just thought it was great. You know, like all this, every music, all the music sounded better on the PS2. All the movies that I watched were like, this is way better. And then I, I kind of got into it then, I guess. Well, see, like uh, in college, uh, you'd go to the houses that had all them speakers. They had them big old bad boy PV speakers and fucking right. 100, 100 uh, disc changers were popular at the time because we didn't have all this Spotify. And right. Yeah. So uh, it was like a 100 disc CD changer and you just fucking... Yeah, I used to, uh, I mean, I just burn all my CDs, so I would just have them all and be like, right. try to memorize which one was on which by the pictures I drew on them and shit. Um, it's a good time. Um, so anyway, I highly recommend this thing. Also, the wireless subwoofer is very cool. It's the first time I've had one of those. Uh, my previous soundbar, I had to have it connected by a wire, you know. And so my subwoofer was up by the TV, which was fine, but you really didn't notice that much. This one by the door, and of course, it's just near And I have it like down all the way at zero at the moment, and it's still pretty loud. But it goes up to like six or whatever. Hell right? yeah, six thing. And when it's up, it's like, holy shit! Like I started, I guess it was it was Skyrim the other day, and it starts off with like a boom, and it was like the dog fucking jumped, like ran out there, and I was like, oh shit! <laughs> Hell yeah! Like uh, my bad dog. So does your dog howl when y'all leave? I don't think so, but I, I'm not here. Well, I mean, like I'll leave the door in the mornings, and like as soon as I leave, by the time I get to my car, I can. My oldest bully, he just howls. Oh, yeah. No, no, ours is ours the only time she really barks um, is if there's animals outside, you know, and she's looking out this window here. She'll bark at those animals. Um, and then I've gotten lately where every day I feed her dinner and then afterwards she wants to wrestle because she's annoying. And then I have to wrestle her for a second. But that's just because she wants me to ask her to go outside after that. And then as soon as I ask, she barks in my face like trying to blow out my eardrums and it's really funny so i let her do it but honestly it's pretty fucking annoying but she's like yes 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 that's how i imagine my head but it's just like barks and she doesn't bark often so her throat always feels like sounds like it's about to strain like she's about to lose her bark or whatever you lose her voice um but it's all yeah that's about the time she barks or like if he's sitting in the living room and he thinks he's the only one he'll start and then you'll come out of the bedroom and be like what are you doing but 
he has like a six or seven howl cadence, and he'll look okay. at you and pause for a second, but he has to finish his cadence. He cannot stop. Yeah, he's a little Sheldon Cooper. <laughs> and uh, MJ's been trying to get on it, and it just doesn't sound right. Yeah, my friend Dude growing up, he had a beagle, and if you yelled her name enough, it would just start howling. And beagles have like a real distinctive howl or whatever. And it was always really fun uh, to fuck with them. But yeah, my dog just isn't much, isn't like, and I like it. I like the fact she doesn't bark very often, but every once in a while she will. He only barks of people he hadn't really seen before at the door or anybody at the door. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, like you said, when you come to the door, she doesn't bark. She's right. afraid to fucking jump on you. She's like trying to time it. Like, if I can jump right when he gets in the door at <laughs> the right time. Um, I don't know why she does it, but she does. Um, something random as fuck I have written on my list that we're going to just go with it is more or less every time someone says like, well, you grew up with the privilege of blah, 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 right? And I'm not even talking racial shit. I'm just talking about like anything else. Someone's like, well, you grew up with the privilege of being able to go to a swimming pool. That's all you can swim. Or like they'll mention some random shit, right? And it's like, well, in general, basically what people are saying is like, you grew up with the money to be able to do whatever. And... Be, and I didn't, or I don't know. That's kind of like more or less, or that other people didn't. And so that's like the argument that always gets broken down. And I feel like I grew up kind of poor, not really poor. I think I, I had a great journey. I went up from low income housing, single mom, you know. And then when I was about five, my mom got married to my dad. And then they both had like minimum wage jobs until I was about 10. And then my dad got a job at a factory. And then all of a sudden we got bolted up in the middle class. And then I started getting like cool clothes and. By the time I was 16, I got like a car and shit. Like, I don't know. We were like doing okay by then, right? So I got to experience some poor shit. But by the end, honestly, I was like spoiled as fuck and hadn't, I wasn't wanting for anything. Um, but people like, they just want, they want everyone else to have whatever their experience was or whatever. Right? So, like, well, you got the privilege of having the blah, blah, blah. You're like, okay. I mean, and then what's the goal? Like, I don't have kids, right? But I would assume if I have kids, the goal would be to like give them whatever you want. Like, or, you know, you're trying to like, do better or do what you can for them but then people bitch about like you know i don't know it's just an odd thing uh, it's hard i'm just trying to, to teach them how to live and survive in this world is really my focus right i'm really trying to teach them the reality of the world and i tell them the mistakes i made and it's like you can try it however you want right yeah it's kind of like uh you know grand theft auto 5 we're gonna talk about it plenty coming up but uh more or less the premise of the michael storyline of that is that he had it rough and he had to work hard for it. It's also the Sopranos, more or less. Um, and then the kids uh, have it all easy because he provided this easy lifestyle. And then he has this disconnect. And it's very, I mean, it's a go-to trope in a lot of, you know, different things. Uh, but more or less, that's like the issue in the world, right? Like, it's like someone works hard and then they have soft-ass kids or whatever, something right. like that, you know. And um, I don't know, it's just a weird thing that you see. I just see people always complain bitching about right. everyone what everyone else got to grow up with and I'm like, I like sometimes it would be nice to be a little bit easier but at the same time uh appreciate the, the the struggle makes me appreciate it a little more right well i just i mean and i know this is uh cliche or whatever you hear all these rich people or famous people and they're like it just isn't different like you're just as happy with the money or without like you're unhappy with it without it you'll probably be unhappy with it or whatever and i'm always like that's fucking stupid because of course if i had money a lot of problems would be solved but I do kind of think in general, your per your personality probably doesn't change all that much unless you let it go to your head. And right. then, then you're only going to get worse. Chances I think are. wants become stress to people. Right. I can see that. I can see that. I mean, I would think uh, I would probably still be fairly. I have my sad days or whatever, even if I had a fuckload of money. I mean, I would still <laughs> be at my house. It would just be in a nicer house. What's my own little man cave, you know, basically a little theater system, and I could smoke and watch TV at the same time, unlike my current situation. Right. So yeah, yeah, I, I would Your be doing, yeah, I would be doing the same thing, just in, in in a in a better setting. Yeah, I mean, there you go. That's perfect. Perfect. Um, and if I wanted to eat out that day, I could. I wouldn't have to worry about it. Do I got money? I don't need her permission or not. I just start doing it. Uh, that was a little perverted joke. <laughs> um, all right, Enos Cantor. I, I'm really fascinated with Enos Cantor Freedom. Is technically his name. He got he changed his name when he became a U.S. citizen to Enos Cantor Freedom. Freedom is his current last name. Um, I've always been a big fan. People that don't know um, here in Oklahoma, we like him because he was a member of the Stash Bros. Him and Stephen Adams were the Stash Brothers, and it was great. It was a great time in Oklahoma City Thunder uh, fandom. Was. You know, we enjoyed those time periods. Now, so we like Cantor. Now, 
I've always enjoyed his political take. I just think, you know, he's exiled from his country of Turkey because he's like, they're a dictator regime and they don't have fair elections or, you know, all of his different complaints he has against them. And then they try to get like his passport revoked and shit. The NBA has to step in and like try to, you know, many a times and help him out with different shit. And, uh, I just think he's that's freedom of speech. I don't know. That's how I view it. Cause I'm an American. God damn it. And then, uh, this is where the turn has happened. He's become this big champion of Fox news and the right wing. Right. And they all love Enos Cantor now. And then uh, a lot of liberals on the internet are like turned on Enos Cantor. He's a piece of shit. All he wants to do is hate on LeBron. Cause he's racist and he hates black people. Like I've seen that exact take. And I'm like, what? I Everybody think- hates on LeBron. Yeah, it ain't got nothing to do because LeBron's black. I don't know. LeBron is good. It's his attitude and his motions and his actions that uh, make everybody hate on him. Yeah, I agree. Just saying. I agree. So, uh, anyway, Ennis Kanter has been calling him out and some other people of like, oh, y'all want to talk about human rights, you know, and all these, you know, uh, non-equality shit like that it's like what about china and these sweatshops that make your shoes and yeah i agree with that statement i've been arguing that one for a while and so and then if people don't know about the Uyghur muslims in china i guess i should do some research about on here but like they're they are modern day slaves today i mean like they take out the males make them become slaves move chinese soldiers into these homes this is my understanding and then force them to be the fathers of that family and then everyone in that family uh, have to. I mean, that soldiers now they're. I mean, like it's fu- it's some fucked up human rights shit that we wouldn't accept from any other country, right? But I don't know. I, I just, know, just the fact that you know you got you got our politicians arguing, you know, child labor laws and stuff, but you're going to pay for products that was clearly made by kids, right? And this uh side tangent, I'm just going to listen to Jocko, fuck whatever the goddamn last name is. He was on Joe Rogan recently. He he uh, was a Navy SEAL or some shit, but now he makes shit in America, like boots and things. And he talks about how they just like try to trick you into thinking you couldn't make this stuff in America. And they like, you can't because they shipped all the shit away, but you could bring it back. They're just greedy, you know, mm-hmm. and now. Uh, but anyway, that's a side tangent there. But anyway, so everyone is now hating on Cantor, but Fox News and all the whites love him, you know, or whatever. And then all of the uh, NBA fans hate him now because they, they're claiming that he's only doing this because he's, racist towards LeBron which like no he's just trying to call out I think he has a big he has a more global mindset on human rights and I think most people in America have a very America mindset on global rights right or on human rights and I just think that's where the disconnect is but I love the fact he's bringing the attention to these other things and then I don't know everyone's and then LeBron they ask him about it, he goes well people just want to put my name in their mouth to try to get clout I've, I ain't responding to that or something you know that was his take on it or whatever and it just so I, mean, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I th- I'm just Team Cantor on this one, I guess. This yeah, I'll be Team Cantor too. Yeah, so we'll see how it goes. LeBron, Speaking, uh, LeBron's at the point where he facially annoys me. Right. I mean, I, I totally see that. I, I just can't stand, and it's why Luka Doncic is probably, I won't like him either. I just don't like the whining. I say this all the time about LeBron. I just can't stand someone who's like, I'm the best player ever, but also... I will complain on every play that I was fouled and or like whatever, you know, I just can't stand that. And then someone will show like, well, here's Jordan talking to the ref. And it's like, I don't know, but it felt different. It didn't feel like he was crying every play. And maybe it's just a face thing. I don't know. But it just that's how it comes across. And it just I can't ever be a fan like that, you know. I mean, Jordan was argue with him for a minute, but it wasn't no five minute ordeal. I love Kevin Durant. You know, it's I know it's you can't really in Oklahoma City because he left. I think with Hansot and you've seen how Westbrook plays with other stars. You're, you see why Durant left. I mean, it makes yeah. it makes a little more sense or whatever. But Durant, I don't blame Durant. It's like he he plays with an like an emotionlessness that I love. You know, because it's like it doesn't seem to get under his skin if he doesn't get a call or whatever. He never falls to the ground because that get a call because he's so fucking bony. He don't want to break something. Yeah, you know. So uh, I just think comparatively, I just like that uh, cold assassin sort of thing over LeBron's like. Well, I'm just competitive. That's why I complain after I'm trying to win. You no, know, he'd be uh, the one on the street court going, foul, foul, <laughs> foul. Exactly. I agree. I agree. Uh, speaking of sports stuff, I do think I'm less of a Jacksonville Jaguar fan 
because I haven't watched him in a couple of years, you know, any football and more of a Gardner Minshew fan. You know, I, I didn't <laughs> even want him to get Trevor Lawrence. I want him to keep Minshew. I'm pretty sure I said on this podcast a long time ago. I, I've just always been a big fan of Minshew. And then he went, goes to the Eagles and I listen to Bill Simmons podcast. Who's every week being like, I can't believe, you know, he mentions always team didn't get Gardner Minshew. He would have been better than all their current starters. And so he's like the only famous person I knew of that was like also uh, back in Gardner Minshew. So he got the start for the Eagles a couple weeks ago and uh, he hasn't lost yet. Now all the memes are coming out again. Cause people don't remember his first run in Jacksonville. He had all these great memes and he was wearing fucking crazy clothes and shit. And I was like, oh, this dude's so awesome. The mustache too. Yeah. And he has the mustache. Uh, what is it? I've read a quote today that was like, I haven't took a shit all week because number two isn't an option when they asked him if he was going to, how long he'd be the starter. <laughs> I, love I love it. So I just think maybe I could get back into football if I became more of a player fan than a team. Because in the NBA, a lot of people are just, they watch players. You know, Jacksonville could have been good until Ar- Urban Meyer got caught trying to put his fingers up some girl's butt. Which I think you should be allowed to do. I mean, that's between him and his wife. When whatever fucking ordeal they got worked out, I don't think I hate the fact that there. you can just video anybody, man. I agree. Apparently, to give it Twitter, uh, whoever started all that shit, he stepped down, and someone else now runs it. And the next day, they made a new rule that said if there's a video up and the person in the video wants to take it down, it has to be removed. And so most people say that's a good thing. I think it's going to be used in the way of like, hey, we have some evidence someone did something bad. They're like, got to take it down because I don't want, I mean, like, I don't know. I do like some. No, it has to be the person complaining. So that might help instead of just some random, oh, I don't like that. Right. So, uh, yeah, we'll see how it goes. See how it goes. I'm about, man, all these people just, well, okay, uh, my buddy got uh, put in Facebook jail uh, yesterday. A buddy of his, like, man, his birthday's on Christmas Eve. He's always bitching because he has to work always has to work and my buddy told him he's like well maybe i'll come kidnap you and we'll throw a birthday party right they banned him for violence i've heard of this i've heard of uh yeah that and then uh you can't call people fat i haven't tested it but i heard if you call someone fat it deletes your comment like it doesn't ban you but it'll like delete your comment like, i can detect those sort of words i was like what that's so crazy wow <laughs> um I haven't let's have test though. I did read some more stuff on the OU coaching thing, you know, or I guess they got a new coach since we last talked. They do, Brent Venables. And again, he I didn't know he uh was at OU before, so that's yeah, he amazing. was the assistant uh head coach and assistant defensive coordinator under Bob Stoops. So I always thought Bob Stoops' brother was a defensive coordinator. Well, that's uh, why Venables left because they was he made they was he was making them share that defensive coordinator. Uh, I got so, you. So and then he went to be a part of Clemson, which had all them badass defenses. Yeah, and he's like, oh, you had shitty defenses. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. So anyway, uh, the main part I want to talk about, and then we get on their new coach or whatever, is that when the dude left, Lincoln Riley left or whatever, there's something with USC. Where they have to buy his two houses in Oklahoma. That's part of the the contract deal, which is just interesting to me. But not just that, but they have to pay half a million dollars over market value on each one of them. So that he's getting like extra money by them buying houses. But what as homeowner people, something you bring up is like or think about is like, oh, they just fucked over his whole neighborhood's property taxes. Because that's gonna bring up the property value of that whole neighborhood. Because they're going to sell a house for half a million dollars more than what it's worth. Surely. I would be like super mm. fucking pissed if I lived by him. Well, Even you, more so. Uh, speaking of Lincoln, I would you see where one of the governor, governors proposed a bill. Uh, senators, yeah. Senators, sorry. Made a uh, proposed a bill for uh, the most desolate piece of highway, three inches of highway, to be named Lincoln Riley, or maybe three miles. Fuck, I don't know. I think it was three inches. I think you're right. Yeah, three inches of highway to be named Lincoln Riley. Yeah, it was in the panhandle. Um, I don't think you should name it. I mean, I get the joke. I think it's funny right. to make the room, but I don't think they should pass that. Uh, I don't either. But I just thought that uh, all the extra shit there is interesting. You know, of how I mean, I, he did okay while he was there. I mean, he gave him chances, but uh, he just, it was the whole leaving in the middle of the night thing type deal. Right. Two hours later after the Big 12 championship loss, he's in another school. Yeah. I mean, that means they have been going on for Right. Yeah. It's fucked. Sucks for sure. Um, but then that started a hell of a lot of coaching carousel changes. People moving everywhere. Like we got uh, Coach Levy was he's one of the top uh, offensive coordinator assistants. So and then I think there's several other. So LSU's looking for one. The Oregon coach left and went to Miami. Uh, what? Chris, How'd you leave Cristobal? Oregon? You have what? like all unlimited money with Nike. I just Oregon could be. Th- 
in this new world where you can pay players, like Oregon's gonna, I don't know, they just have Nike, man. Seems and they have all the cool uniforms. Kids are always gonna I, go there. I seen somewhere <laughs> in Texas where they got an NIL deal to pay fifty thousand dollars to linemen. That's gonna bring some linemen in, right? Uh, I saw another thing. Uh, the WWE's doing something with collegiate athletes, like they're signing. All kind of like even like girls. Ba- I saw it with girls basketball players or whatever. And WWE signs them, and they get paid while in college. But I guess maybe it's a development deal. They hmm. they go on. I don't know. Go on a wrestling or some shit. Because I don't know. It was interesting. I was like, Looking I can look at more Kurt Angles. Yeah, there you go. Um, I guess I have a, a few more things here. Uh, the show on HBO came back. That's like my favorite show. I haven't watched it yet, or it was my favorite show last year. I guess when it came out. Um, it came out right when uh, COVID was happening, so it was just when I really got into. It's called How to with John Wilson. It's on HBO. Uh, it's if you've ever seen the TV show on Comedy Central called Nathan for You, it's not exactly like that, but the that guy produces it. The guy who does Nathan for You, and so it has a somewhat similar thing. But this guy basically just lives in New York, films twenty four hours a day, and then cuts it together collage style like makes an episode and it is about stuff and he's talking and he's kind of funny you know like that weird uh new yorky sort of way um but like the second episode because i rewatched the whole first season again before the second season came out the second episode's really good it's when i recommend anyone check out it's called how it's about scaffolding and new york's just covered with scaffolding that goes over the sidewalks because people are always doing construction and shit and it is about that but it like goes deeper to where like he meets some random guy that starts talking about the foreskin and how the foreskin's is scaffolding of the penis and how he's like the grow your foreskin back movement. And so he goes to this guy's house and the guy's got his dick out, fucking attaches some goddamn rope and he's showing him this device, just letting this random stranger. He just met filming who's the host of the show. And, uh, it's so bizarre. <laughs> like all, he just, all the random New Yorkers he meets or, uh, one, uh, was about furniture because he got his chair wrapped in plastic. So it's all about furniture. And he, some people have bought him up and they had this like 40 year old Italian furniture that they've never had out of the, the plastic wrap. And he's just interviewing them about it. I mean, it's so <laughs> fucking random. It's like a YouTube video, but like a whole thing. And it's like in really well filmed, like 4k crystal clear. Like he uses really good cameras, yeah. but it's just like really mundane shit. And so I don't know. There's something about it. I love it's like artistic. You watch it and you feel like smarter somehow. That makes sense. Hmm. So how I recommend that one um, in a less feel smarter way. I am on the city. So I beat Grand Theft Auto three. Um, I talked to SoCo and somehow annoying. I was I was getting at the last mission. Uh, I didn't realize it was the last mission, but I was getting annoyed at this mission and it ended up being the last one. So when I beat it, I was the credits. Rolling. I was like, oh, OK, that's why I was so annoying. Hell yeah. The last mission Grand Theft Auto three for anyone that hasn't been there. Uh, I spent the whole game. If I died, I quit. Cause I didn't want to lose all my guns. Cause I wasn't using any cheat codes. And as a kid, you just put on the cheat codes to get all the guns or whatever. And I just didn't want to lose all my guns. So if I died, I would just quit and reload my save from the last time I had it saved or whatever. And, uh, I get to the very last mission. They take all your guns from you. <laughs> I was like, are you fucking serious? And then you got to, whatever you can pick up along I, the way or whatever. And I was like, this is horse shit. And then, so it took me a few tries to, to get it. Yeah. I forgot about that. And then it, uh, I just I can't get over the checkpoint system and it's same on on Vice City, uh, but just how like you could be playing a mission for fifteen minutes, die, starts at the cutscene on the other side of town, you know, because like your granddad thought of five, they got up to like you know they there's checkpoints right. in the mission or whatever, but that's not how it was on the back then, and you're like. And it's the drop. You got to drive all the way back to whatever you're like, motherfucker. It's like Red Dead 1 before they had to, to set your trail. You had to ride that motherfucker out. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I, I mean, I immediately saw improvements on Vice City. Now, I the reason I got back to GTA 3 was I saw a big update came out. And I was like, oh, we'll see what the difference is. I noticed the rain was fixed. The fog, like all the... The Elements. shitty characters, all the big major complaints, they fixed pretty quickly. And I think that, I think it confirms that the AI made it, right? Because, for instance, they would take like a picture, they'll show you a picture if you go on like these YouTube videos of what it looked like on the old game, what it looked like on the new game, fucking not close. And then after the update, and they got it like back almost perfect. You know, someone actually went around and made it. Right. And so it's like, okay. I, so anyway, it played good to me. I, I enjoyed it. And then, like I said, Vice City immediately plays better. Uh, I've never really played it much before, but it's fun. You know, did a lot of taxi missions on it and shit. So I'll slowly get back through that. My biggest news of the week, and actually I can't believe I waited this long to talk about it, um, was NBA 2K22 is officially my favorite NBA 2K game. 
So oh, yeah. that's, that's how quick with this turn for me. Um, I bitched last week of how hard it was because it's like you're a 60 overall. Blah, blah, blah. And I was still, I was grinding away at it. I got up to about an 80, you know, or whatever. And then, so every day they have, you go to your statue for your team because you're like divided into the, the snakes and the viper or the knights. And oh, there's like these four teams and shit. And you get a daily spin. It used to be, it looked like a slot machine it looked more like actually the prices right will and then every year it'd come out and people on game such like look at this gambling mechanic and it's like it's a free daily prize you just go up and spin it you ain't gotta pay for it mm-hmm. and that's how it goes so anyway i spend my other day and i want two hundred fifty thousand coins which is like the jackpot i think i don't think you win more than that or whatever right? oh yeah and i was like holy shit that no way that fucking happened. So I immediately spent it all. I mean, spent as much as I could before they took it back. You know, I was like, so Max, my dude, I got him to the 91 until you play more games. I'm talking 93 now. Get to play a game, son, like uh, what your cap is or whatever. And then I bought all kinds of new clothes for my dude and, uh, you know, really, really made my dude cool. So now the game's fun. Hell yeah. Because my dude's awesome. And I even have like, See, look, money, money solved your stress. Exactly. It did. And so it's a fun thing because I waited until the game went on sale till I bought it. I didn't buy the legendary edition, which I really wanted to, which would have came with 100,000 coins. And then eventually I wanted 250,000 coins. And so it was a really good day. And all day, all, the rest of my day wasn't that good that day. And then Kubi's like, you're not that stressed. I like, I want two. That's like $50 of real money worth of fucking coins on this game this morning. Hell I was yeah. like, that was a six this morning. I just fucking turned it on. I was like, get my daily bonus while I'm awake. And then I thought that was crazy. I was like, that was the craziest Hell shit in yeah. the world. That might be the key. Log on early. Yeah, it might be. So uh, that was really fun. Uh, Fuck yeah. I'm going to try to keep, you know, now I didn't really enjoy the MMO aspect because it's been my big complaint of it. Um, but I understand that now that my guy's a little better when they have this event they're doing at the moment where it's like you had to go to different parts of the town and then they're having rooftop games on top of the building and then you go up to play them, but they're not against other people. They're like against the computer and they're like putting together teams. Like I had to play a team of Kareem from the Bucks before he went to the Lakers, Shaq from the Lakers, Kobe from the Lakers and Dwayne Wade from the Heat years. And like that was the four team. And then I had to play with my little street ball crew. Like I would have took Shaq and the Magic. Yeah, I know. Well, Shaq was the worst player on the team, uh, and so I try to guard him because that made it easier. And they had some other phones, like uh, an earlier one on. They had like the Ball Brothers together as like a duo. You had to play in like a two on two tournament and shit like that. So I, I liked all the things they did with like they're doing with it. It's not just. I mean, you still do get to play your career and all that, but yeah. you get to run around and do like little side, side quests yeah. and shit yeah. to get your guy before the game. So I'm trying to get traded from the Rockets. I'm doing the James Harden plan. I've told them like I want traded. I don't want to play here because the GM didn't want me and the owner forced him to. And so I'm being a diva and um I'll go to the fun. Thunder for this. Yeah. And I've already told him to trade to the Thunder. My backup plans um are the Nets and the Spurs because I like the black uniforms. So I was like, I'll go with some cool black unis, I guess. But my dude all wears I'm maxed out with uh Thunder gear. So it's funny when I play for the Rockets and afterwards in the press conference, my dude's wearing Thunder gear. So I was like, for the story, I think this is funny because if that happened in real life, Hell that'd yeah. be great. That'd be great. Um, and they got what, Russell Westbrook outfits. Like, you know, that flamboyant shit. Like they have to. Because part of the side quest, because the reason I got up to an 80, I guess I should mention for it, is they have two side quests. One is you're a rap person, uh, a rapper, and the other one's a fashion thing. And you can do both. But the fashion one, you have to literally spend your coins on clothes and then do these runway shit with the clothes you bought. I'm like, I'm not wasting my coins at that. I will now because I have all kinds of coins. But uh, I wasn't right. wasting on that. And the rap one was pretty easy because I every day went down the music trivia and I just never missed one. They were all rap questions for the most part. And uh, that was pretty easy. And then I got up high enough where I got some cut scenes like the game, you know, who's like a real rapper is in the game. And he won to do the whole Diddy thing. He's like, go to this side of town and get me a coffee. And I played it with like, I ain't nobody's bitch and I ain't get nobody coffee, right? And then he was like, if you want to work with me, but I was like, fuck you, game. And then this other underground rapper I'd met previously in the story, I went to him and said, we're making a diss track on the game. And then we had to yeah, choose the lyrics and shit. Yeah. And then so I made a diss track and then I eventually started my own record label that gave me 20,000 coins. So that that is how I got like a little boost and then I won a bunch. So Hell yeah. Um, Anyway, I enjoyed that they're like trying to add more. You know, I can, can't even imagine if Madden was like create a player, and now we're gonna put a story around it. Hell yeah! Because Madden ain't Madden's like we've done the same create a player for fucking twenty Man, years. What was that one brand where it was like <clears throat> they had that 
Super Bowl 25 championships and you like walked around, you bought all this cool memorabilia in your crib. Yeah, I think I do think one of the Maddens tried to 2K Sports. Oh, the 2K. Yeah, 2K used to. I've There's heard, one year it was really good. The last year they did it, I think it was 2K5. I could be wrong. Um, everyone loved. People still buy it for like the old X original Xbox, but then <laughs> EA went out and bought the exclusive license. And they pay the NFL, or they're the only ones that are allowed to make a simulation sports game, and. I think the NFL games are worse for it by a lot. Yeah, because 2K Sports had some good games. 2K bought Tiger Woods, uh, right? So next year it's going to be Tiger Woods 2K22 or whatever. Yeah. So uh, that might be when I try to jump back on the golf game. I seen so we'll he see. was playing again. Oh, see, I heard he said he wasn't ever going to be able to play again. Uh, just the other day. He didn't think he was going to win again, I guess. Oh, uh, the other day he said he was going to enter some PGA tournament. Hell yeah. I thought. I didn't know that. Um, so this week, my last thing I'll bring up is I'm going to make some dope ass ramen lunches. So I'm going to share my ramen lunches recipe. Um, in general, there's two types of ramen, you know, there's the top in the package and the top in the cups. And so that's where I first had to be like my preference. I do not like the kind of the package. I'll eat them. I get they're cheaper. People love those real struggle. And I get it. Go fucking struggle your ass off with the package ones. But the noodles are all big. And I don't know. I don't like the noodles that much. But the ones in the cup, I just like the noodles a lot better. So I get the kind in the cup. We'll start from cup. Now, typically, back in the day, I would fill it up with water and microwave it. Even though there's a big thing on the side that says do not microwave. But I was like, I've done it my whole life. I don't give a fuck. So I would always say, but lately... I was like, I'll try to follow these directions. So as soon as I get home from lunch this week, I go to boil water and I throw an egg in there to boil while I'm boiling the water. And then once the water boils, I pour over, you know, how much water you need into the fucking little styrofoam cup. And then it says, let that sit for five minutes. And then while that's sitting there, I peel the fucking egg until all the shells off takes fucking forever. Cause I don't know quick goddamn way to get these eggs off whenever it's so fucking hot. And uh, then when it's spilled, I dump that motherfucker in there and then I let it sit until the five minutes is up and I pour it in there and I cut up the egg and it's delicious. Oh, I put a lot of Cajun seasoning. I think that's the main key. You get a little, the Creole seasoning, uh, Tony Chichadas or whatever the fuck it's called. Cherries. Uh, yeah, whatever it is. And um, it's great. I ate it every day this week and I'm in like, man, I could, at the moment I'm like, I could do this every day, but I know eventually I'm going to burn out on it. But the egg really goes a long way, hmm. I guess, in my book. I used to do like an egg drop soup thing uh, when I would do like the package con in college. And when you're making it, you just drop some eggs in there when it's all boiling and kind of stir it all. And it is, that's good, too. But um, I'm, I just love a boiled egg. I don't know. And then if you let it soak in there, you know, it like absorbs all the Cajun seasoning. That's pretty good. So, Hell yeah. There's my ramen recipe of the week. Sound like a prison spread. There you go. Uh, I, I've heard a lot of people say put peanut butter in it. And that's like the key. That's what they do in prisons. They put peanut butter into it. And it turns into like a peanut. Crackers, man. They do all kinds of shit with it. Yeah, I need to need to look up some uh, some recipes. Um, I also have been listening to a podcast. Uh, I quit listening to this one video game podcast. I used to listen to like religiously. But just over the years, I just they've gotten worse. You know, and I kind of quit listening to them. So I have all this extra time to listen to podcasts. And so I've been going back and catching up on different comedy podcasts. And one of them I'm listening to is Bad Friends, which is Andrew Santino, who's the redheaded guy from Dave. I mean, he's a stamp comedian as well. Been in some other uh, shows and shit. And uh, Bobby Lee, who's an Asian dude. He's been on Mad TV and shit. Uh, they're very funny. Very funny on their podcast. I like it a lot. But one thing they mentioned, and I was like, oh, this would be a fun one. Ask Snappy. Is uh, they said something white kids do. And Andrew Santino is white. So he's the one that brought it up. He's like, you know, white kids in junior high, they they'll jack off together, you know, while watching porn. Is that something Asian kids do or whatever? Right now, Bobby Lee has been a, um, raped and shit. You know, and he talks about on the podcast and he talked about when he was a kid, like fucking the cool, strong kid in class would pull him to the side and make him suck his dick. And he did. Yeah. And then I'm like, Whoa, like I, cause maybe that happened around me. I just never knew of that, you know, or whatever. Um, uh, but I do know of people that totally, I mean, would watch porn together or whatever, you know, and to them, they probably wouldn't have been a gay thing. And I did have one time a kid stay the night because I was trying to rack my brain. of like, I, you know, that's not I'm not a to me, a porn's a kind of a private you know, thing. I don't need to share it with anybody. Um, but I remember one time a kid saying the night he didn't say the night very often. So I'm not going to call him out or hate him or whatever. But he straight was like, uh, 
I need to jack off or something. I don't know how you fucking word it. You know, it's been a long time. And I remember however the questioning went, it came to, he's like, oh, you have American pie. I can always come to Tara Reed's orgasm scene. Wow. And so I was like, well, put it on. You know, I remember like, I was like probably 11, 13, 12, maybe something like that. And uh, he came like instantly, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, the scene started and he was like, done. And then I was like, okay and then you could tell he felt weird that i was not gonna come because i you know this was an odd thing and then it was just the most awkward sleepover i probably ever had and then he never i don't no, think ever say that again i never participated in a circle jerk right and then when i got to college one of our hell weeks nights was saying that at a guy's house in which he tried to really encourage it by showing porn and shit and so I've I've encountered it in some ways, but I've I guess always gotten out of it in some way or another. But. They tried to do the whole uh, make you sleep butt to nut, and I was like, "Fuck y'all, motherfuckers!" Right. I just didn't get the well. I I was a little I guess woke, you know, in my time, and we I was trying to rush gay kids to the fraternity. I was like, I don't think y'all are thinking this through. If we had the gay kids, I think it would be cool. I was like, they have like all the all the friends. So uh, I was all trying to get that to happen, and whenever they were saying, I was like. Okay, what's the point? I was like, let's say LV gets his fucking his dicks hard when he's behind. Me. Like, what is, what is the point? What is the point of this? Right. And people are like, well, it's funny. I'm like, but it's not. And do I tell everyone? Is it like I mean, I'm just like, right. really? I don't know. I just didn't get it. Um, I didn't do it. I didn't participate. And the the guys that were a year ahead of me were like, we had to do it. I was like, well, we didn't. I don't know. No one did that show. No, I was so. like, y'all can go fuck yourselves. Yeah, it's uh very um, homoerotic. Just if you want to be gay, be gay. Yeah, you know, that's how I feel about it. You don't need to do all, you don't go all these extra steps to get your gay fantasies going. No. Um, well, I guess back then maybe you did, maybe you did. We weren't quite as accepting. I would say it's crazy how far we've come uh, in such in like ten years on the the gay the gay thing. I mean, it's come so far. I mean, not to hate on any trend. Like you can have a moment. I was trying to think of this the other day. Like they're teenagers. I'm sure this happened before. Don't get me wrong. But there's teenagers now that's like, oh, for a couple of years, I thought I was this. Turns mm-hmm. out I wasn't. And I can't imagine when I was young ever being like, for a couple of years, I thought I was another gender or I thought I was another sexuality. Most people I'm, you know, I'm aware of that are gay or whatever. They were like, no, no, I, I knew. Right. And there wasn't like a, well, I went back and forth or whatever. But like in today's world, there is kind of a, I was for a couple of years, I was that, but now I'm not or whatever. And then it is fluid. So it's supposed to be like, it's fine, but it is a foreign concept to me because I feel like I've always been, you know, the way I am or whatever, you know, like I don't think I've ever strayed in, in any of that. I feel like you are what you are. I think they want to flirt with it to be a part of something. Well, there's some studies and I'm again, no goddamn scientist, um, where, you know, if you look at the probability of who would be gay or trans or whatever, it's kind of random. You know, it's not going to be concentrated in a certain place, but um, for trans girls in high school, they've noticed that it will happen like to a clique of girls, like these three girls decided they're trans. And it's like, what are the odds? You know, right. like these three girls that were already friends. So like they have looked at stuff like and they think it's uh, and I'm sure this happened with being a lesbian as well back in the day. It's just a way that girls that don't want boys attention at that, you know, they're just not ready for that. Yeah, they can just say, well, like I'm trans. Yeah, and then get the let's fuck alone. Maybe whenever they're later in college and they're ready, they can do what, you know, and I'm not against, I mean, you can do what the fuck you want or right. whatever, but it is, I think kind of interesting. Cause thinking back to when I was in high school, yeah. I mean, guys were fucking vicious in a way, you know, they're like, uh, relentless <laughs> in some of their pursuits. And so uh, I could definitely see where you'd be like, I could see the benefit yeah. if you would, but I don't think you would see, I could be wrong uh, the other way, you know, probably quite as much because I think you get ridiculed a little right. more that way, you know. Anyway, solving the deep shit today. Um, next episode, I uh, have a uh, homie on. He's calling in tomorrow uh, who is on my last album, Portrait. Goes by the name of Daniel Elm. So I never talked to him on here. So hopefully he has some cool shit to talk about. If not, it's going to be a short ass episode. And um, then next week, we should have the hundred games we fuck with. So okay. me and Brad got to get that recorded soon, but he lost a tooth and he has a lisp at the moment. So I'm trying to give him as much time to recuperate <laughs> uh, from all of that. And, um, fucking hockey players and they're missing teeth or something. I don't know if he plays hockey, but, uh, 
that area seems like he probably might. Um, but we also we have finished a song for internet friends for I have four of them kind of done. Man, so that dude got hit it. by a shopping cart. Come on. Probably. Probably. Um delivering his fucking food to people. All right, man. I'm out of here. Peace. Peace. Peace.